Hey everybody, how's y'all doing? Hey everybody, hey to all of the subscribers and everybody else. We started two minutes early. Hey to everybody on YouTube, everybody on Facebook. And everybody that's sitting in the background is probably not going to say anything today. That's quite all right. You really don't have to say anything. But could you please... Yep, I hear an echo in the background. It's something, something playing in the background. Can you please like and share this video and subscribe to Geneva's Closet if you haven't already done so right here on YouTube. And you can follow me on Facebook at what? At Geneva's Closet. And you can email me at Geneva's Closet 22 at gmail.com. Now let's talk. We are on here with the fabulous, the wonderful, the excellent, the beautiful Miss Civil Rights Activist Essie Berry. How you doing tonight, Essie Berry? Girl, you just made me feel so good. I'm like, who's she talking about herself? <laughs> you are silly. Girl, now I'm talking about you. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I, I'm sorry about the laugh. I was trying to figure out what it was. I should have checked earlier. But you'll do most of the talking tonight, so we good. Yep. So anyway, but we just on here. Like, what are we supposed to be talking about? Look, y'all got to excuse me for a little bit because it is 10 o'clock p.m. my time. And I was just literally sitting on the couch, damn near about to fall asleep, because I think I caught like a little bit of the itis. But anyway, hey, people, how y'all doing? We're about to get this whole thing started. And I guess the first thing we're going to talk about is these, uh, this, this, this book reading. Matter of fact, let me go to the name of my book readings. We're going to start talking about this book reading. I want to know what y'all thought about that. First of all, because I know I got my opinions on it, the first book reading, we kind of talked about the beginning of Terry and Steve relationship. And then on the second book reading, we talked about Steve Harvey's Sad Chicks Meet Up. Now, let me, now that one, I had to actually read that one a few times just to make sure that who I thought it was was really who I thought it was. But, um, and then we're going to be getting into the third book reading that I should be coming out with next week. The third and the final book reading where we're going to get into the last of the tea. And there's really some good things in there. But, yeah, that first book reading when she met Steve. Uh, so what did you think of that, Essie? Well, he had so many. Which one? Which who met Steve? When Terry met Steve, the first book reading. When Steve Harvey and Sad Chick relationship revealed, you know what I really looked at that like the whole time dude was married, it didn't even matter. Like Marsha was the first wife, and it seemed like he just kept picking up women after that first wife. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be funny. The whole eight years she was nothing but a side chick, and it seemed like to me she knew it and didn't care. No, after what she got so complacent with it, she didn't care. Yeah, yeah, she really didn't care. And then you, you know what? Just to just to talk about both parts together, because I really don't want to split them up. Because I noticed, like when I was reading the part where like she met Marjorie. Now I just want to know, did y'all feel like that that was Marjorie when I read that part about the woman who she met and who just had to meet her and talking about her, um, how she got her house by default because her baby daddy had just went to jail um what three years three years prior now because i think this was in 95 and if i'm not mistaken jimmy townsend went to get went to jail in 92 
people that did really make it accurate. And then when she was saying she bought all her stuff with cash and all her jewelry and everything else with cash. So, yeah, I was like, okay, now that got to be Margie. But what I found interesting about that is that Terry said twice in there, I was just about to tell her how I felt. But, you know, something happened and I was just about to tell her something so-and-so, but then the car pulled up and I was like, girl, no, you was not. You was not about to say anything because I don't understand why she didn't confront her in the beginning and be like, uh, so what is this conversation all about? What did you really want to meet me for? I see that this don't have anything to do with business. So what is this whole conversation about? And then I noticed, and then not only that, just, yeah, the whole thing, like when she met the makeup artist and then the makeup artist shook her hand and then told her that she was Mary's friend and then how like right after that <laughs> you know she went in the room yeah I mean like right after that she went to the hotel room with them they ended up having sex and stuff and I'm like okay and then the incident with the ring she said she never did find out or no matter of fact the Africa she said she never did find out who he went to Africa with like girl did you really confront him with anything or did you just let him just bypass everything like he just made excuses and then that was okay well now you know what First of all, no disrespect to Miss Terry, but she made herself look a little thirsty because she did a heck of a lot of stuff and dude kept telling her he didn't want her and that was just really bad. But then I have to say, when you're in love with somebody, you can't help who you love. You know what I mean? But Steve lied the whole time. He lied to be lying just to lie. Right, and then the part where he said, because I was thinking about that part, that part where he told Terry that he was upset with his, okay, because he told Terry two things about his wife, and then here go a clarification, people, or or matter of fact, here go a retraction, because I was saying that her name is Marcia, Steve Harvey's first wife, I was saying that her name is Marcia, but really her name is Marcia, so it's spelled M-A-R-C-I-A, so I thought that was Marcia, but come to find out that her name is actually Marcia. So in the book, twice Steve mentions her to Terry. And the first time he said that she had, that he felt like she cheated on him. So, you know, I was like, I wonder, did he really feel that way? Or was he just saying stuff, you know, to make stuff up since he seemed to be a huge liar. And then the second time he told her that he had to leave because his wife was stopping him from seeing the kids. So I was like, I wonder if, if he lied about that or was there really an incident where she was stopping him from seeing the kids? Because, you know, I just found that hard to believe you wasn't even paying child support. To my knowledge, you wasn't even going to see the twins, the twins and the son. And then, Essie, didn't you say, well, I had heard, now this is what I heard, that Steve Harvey didn't even think that his oldest son was really his son. He said that, that right? before. What you said? He said said that before he thought that though. He said that I was on mom before. I didn't even know that. That he didn't think that um what who was that? Broderick Jr. was his son. You know what? I was looking at too. You were talking about with Terry and how she met him and stuff. Like somebody just asked, why did Steve send Margie to to Terry? I don't know why, do you? Why didn't Steve check her out? They want to know why they see said Margie to Terry to check her out to see if she was gonna talk. That's what I think. I don't know what was the whole purpose of that. 
I was trying to figure out was the purpose because she wanted to check her out and then maybe she made it seem like to Steve that, that she was really looking for a job but that really didn't have anything to do with it or you know or was it really because he wanted Marjorie to check her out like what that didn't even make any sense I mean right so I don't even know I felt that she wanted to check Terry out. She wanted to see on her own who Terry was. But then that part where she was like, well, if I knew somebody and they was married and had a girlfriend and I wouldn't say anything. And I'm like, okay, so what was her whole purpose of saying that though? I don't even know. I, I was looking at when she said that, okay, so you don't want nobody to know. Whatever the purpose is, you don't want nobody to know. Were well, you throwing a hint out at me? Let me know that this dude's sleeping with you, but don't say nothing. Hands you need to go about your business, or did he say to see if she was gonna say, "Yo, I slept with Steve," or what was the original purpose for her, for her to even go to Terry in the first place? She wouldn't knew Terry without Steve. Steve knew she was sleeping with Terry. He knew he was sleeping with her. So why send Margie? I understand, but maybe Margie wants to check out her competition. That's what I think it was that she went to go check out her competition because she said that every time Steve talked about her, he looked like he had a little glimmer or whatever in his ass. So maybe she was getting a little jealous and stuff, and she wanted to go over there and check her out herself and you know see see what was up with her, see what she talked. Was she gonna give any information? That's what I was thinking. I don't know, but I really can't wait to get to part three because in part three, it talks about her finding out that Mary was pregnant and there's some other things. So let me just say this. Terry was, you know, to know that she was dating a married man and, you know, still dealing with him. Don't understand that, especially the way that she handled it. But, you know, she, she, she said she really loved him. I mean, but that was just a long period of time, though. I mean, that was a long period of time for him to not really be your man. Then you found out he was married, and that wasn't too far into that relationship that she found out she was, um, that uh, he was married. And then, and then even that part, she, you know, she was like, oh, oh my God, like, who is it? Could it be the, the, the person that you took to Africa? Could it be this other person? So it was like uh, already before Mary, there was a lot of women already in the picture. I mean, but just that part right there. In 1995, 96 is when he married Mary. <laughs> right. So in 95, right. he, he, he's with Terry done help terry start her business okay and marjorie is meeting up with terry to 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 check her out and then the next year he marries mary yeah yeah i guess so and then if i'm not mistaken was it 94 95 97 something like that when um marcia takes him to court for that child support while he in, in the book talking about that he was really concerned about seeing his child and then I thought something else was interesting. Come on now, the Stefan Harvell, Terry did not do much at all to change the names. I was like, girl. And then even the part where she was talking about Mike Tyson and she called him Ike, Ike Rison. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay then. She didn't change the names too much at all. I mean, like instead of Terry, it's Carrie. I mean, and she left everything else uh, uh, in there. Showtime at the Apollo. Uh, 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 um, oh boy, uh, whatever, HBO, she left everything else up in there, but even in the third book reading that I, I'm going to read to y'all, that is even mentioned, why she really didn't change the names, the lack of the name change.
changes. She talks about that. It's really interesting. But yeah, even though Terry was wrong for the things she did, I'm telling y'all people, the end of this book, the way Steve treated her, when I read that part, for me, I was like, okay, I could see the comparisons with her and Mary. I definitely seen the comparisons. Well, now, check this. Okay. With Mary, when, mom, when, when that girl heard that, I think she was telling she was talking to Africa. Who did he go to Africa with? Was it Mary or was it Margie? Who do you think? I want to see what people think. Because he was talking about a woman. So who did he go to Africa with? And then somebody say, did Steve try to stop her from doing the book? Yes, he did. He went with his lawyer to the hotel room, strong-armed her, and paid her $120,000 pretty much to walk away with her book. He said she would have some rights to it, but he snatched all the rights to it. We just got lucky and found the book. Yep, and if you go to my video, um, Steve Harvey's wife and side chicks, Man Will Lab When the Truth Will Do. That one, yep, it talks about Terry Smith, what she, what she, that she wrote the book in 2000 because they broke up in 2000. And that's another thing. In the book, if I'm not mistaken, it says that she met him in 93, if I'm not mistaken. But in the court documents, it said 91, supposed to be from 91 to 2000 a nine-year relationship she wrote the book in 2000 came out with the book in 2004 and then at that time that's when steve harvey tried to contact her because wendy williams had mentioned the book on her show and mentioned that she wanted terry to come on to discuss the book when steve harvey heard that he reached out he had somebody reach out to terry and let her know that he wanted to talk to her um she said reluctantly she went and spoke with him and then that's when the whole thing with the lawyers and um right because even page six mag page six blog magazine whatever they tried to contact her too about the book matter of fact they contacted steve's attorney ricky anderson and ricky anderson threatened to sue them if they mentioned anything about the book and then that's when the whole thing started with them trying um Make, having Terry sign something saying that she wasn't going to come out with the book and then supposedly they gave her $120,000 but she said that she wasn't really signing her rights away to the book that that wasn't really her whole purpose but they manipulated her or lied to her or something to her and she didn't have an attorney at the time so in 2007 she took Steve to court to get the rights back to her book and stop you know whatever he was trying to do because come to find out which I will also get into into in the third and final reading of men will lie when the truth will do the king his queen and his other woman by terry smith come to find out in the final uh book reading that terry that this book was not only supposed to be a book but she was supposed to be doing a movie and i just found that to be interesting considering the fact that then steve harvey just a few years later end up coming out with his book act like a man think like a lady woman whatever and then coming out with two movies two movies not one but two movies based off the book but you know just a few years earlier that's what your um ex boo boo had planned on doing about you about both of y'all relationship so yeah i found that interesting but we're gonna get into that and this and is the, the thing they, 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 they paying off another person to shut another woman up so i guess terry may have been his first victim if you might say 
Because why is it that you're going to silence her or you're going to threaten this to her because she's doing a book, but you can go and have your merry way and just do your thing. Same thing he did with Mary, same thing he did with me with the reality show. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to know. And the reality show wasn't even about dudes. The reality show was about women and empowering people. But you see, it's a pattern. You dig know what I'm saying? There's a pattern. When he don't want his dirt out, so you're going to pay Terry, take her book, and then put it away. She can't do it no more. She can't talk about it no more. Then you're going to gag Mary because you committed blackmail, conspiracy, and all these other things. And then you're going to try to come to me, come keep stalking me, going off on me because you know you lied. And every one of his victims, he almost make them look like they're criminals. You know what I mean? Just make mm -hmm. them feel like all the women he seem like he make them the scum of the earth while he's a high and noble prince or something. And now he's a bald faced liar. Absolute Mundo. Absolutely. And I wonder what Jim Townsend, like has 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 Jimmy Townsend, um, I wonder has he heard. Jimmy Townsend needs to listen to this book, too, and see how Marjorie describes him in this book. I mean, as of nothing, like he was just a, the, the, the default man that she inherited all of her stuff because he went to jail. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to reach out. To ain't, that a, ain't, that a noble, ain't that a noble person? Your man go to jail for you. Make sure you don't do no time. You pregnant. Then you going behind his back to my what, what he got and how things went on. Knowing that he could have put you in jail with him, to me, no disrespect. I guess believers are different to a degree, but I mean, I thought you supposed to be loyal. So this brother went to jail for me. You just think I'm gonna turn my back on? It wouldn't matter who I was with. I could have been mad with dude, and I would still be helping that dude in jail because he was loyal to me. She just didn't care. She didn't care about Jimmy. She saw money that was bigger for her. And if they had dope money, they hid it. Wasn't her and Steve, man. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and, and, and I agree with that because in the court documents with Jimmy Townsend with his whole drug thing and the court documents, it said that when the detectives or whatever came to him and they threatened to throw him in jail or whatever, if he didn't give up the information that he had, it said in the court documents that Marjorie was, did it say she was pregnant or was the other, her, um, at the time she only had her, her oldest daughter and her oldest daughter was young, but whatever the case may be, they said that they was going to throw her in jail too and that the baby was going to end up going to uh, foster care or something. So that is the reason why he decided to go and tell whatever he needed to tell because he did not want her to go to jail. So he went and he told her that because the detectives allowed him to talk with Marjorie before he made his decision. So he went and had a conversation with Marjorie. She told him, don't turn yourself in. I don't believe that that's what they're going to do. Don't say anything. Don't give up anything. But he was like, no. Once he heard that they was going to throw her in jail and stuff, and, you know, he was worried about his, his kids. So, yeah, matter of fact, I think she was. I think the first child was, was already born and she was pregnant. I don't know. I'm going to have to go yep. back and read them court documents. But, yeah, so she was going to jail. He only in there for a few years. And she already talking to Steve, but I think, yeah, she did say that she had her and Steve met in a club and that they dated for a little bit of time, but that is a lie. They did not date for just a little bit of time. I think that she had been messing with Steve the whole time. That's what I think. Yeah. I think on and off. She had been messing with him the whole time. And then what furthermore proves that is because Mary, Mary Harvey has said 
a few times, even though she says in, in that video that she never met Marjorie, she admits that she met Marjorie at least on three occasions. Um, and as a matter of fact, and I think once or twice or something was before um, her, her and Steve, Mary and Steve got their divorce because she said one of the times she met Marjorie, Marjorie was acting like she was a secretary or something or yeah. Steve's assistant or something. And then she called called Mary on the phone acting like she was a fashion designer or she was a fashion something. And this was before all of that. And then if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, because Essie going to correct me because her memory with this whole thing is excellent. That back in 2003 or something, then wasn't wasn't Marjorie name on something? On like one of the houses Marjorie she name. signed in Mar Marjorie Harvey? Marjorie name is on the house that they got in, in Atlanta, Georgia. That house right now, unless they don't sold it. Um, Marjorie name was on the deeds in 2003. And I saw her name on some trusts and stuff in 2003. Her and Steve didn't divorce in 2005. So Steve was already putting property in other women's names. Well, Margie name, let me say that, that I saw. is not what I say. It's really what I can prove. Don't make me pull the document. But I do have the document, just so you know. Mm-hmm. See, 2003. Yeah, and then she was acting like she was a fashion designer or a secretary or something. So she had been coming around. And then we already hearing about her in 95. One year before Steve marries Mary that he, you know, Marjorie is around talking about the Steve loves the fact that my children go to the same school as the mayor's children. And he loves my, my, my watch and all the stuff that I have. Like, oh, okay, girl. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And she only date the best of the best. That's all she dates. So her first two baby daddies were drug dealers. Okay. And then she upped it and went with Steve. So now she don't have to look behind her back. So while everybody is saying that Lori Harvey is goals, no, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Her mother is just teaching her to date up, you know, to don't date drug dealers like I used to date, date a celebrity. But then her mother isn't doing a good job at even that because your daughter had been bouncing around from uh, rapper to rapper and, ra and and then the selections. I mean, Future? Really? Diddy? What? Every time I look at Diddy, I just feel like his breath stank every time. What is old girl named uh, Superhead came out with that book talking about his breath or something? I ain't never looked at him the same. So, right, and then, ain't he, we already think he gay. So, you know, we, we ain't even totally sure about Diddy in the first place. But, right, her, okay, so now she with Michael B. Jordan. Okay, well, we'll see how long this lasts. But, right, but anyway, <laughs> that's just my Well, word is on well, let, I'm going to do one of your numbers, Janita. Did you know that Mary Tell told us. me one time that she felt like Steve put all the kids in the Harvey name? Because there's pictures with Winton and Lori together. When they smile, they pretty much look like they got the same smile. Mary said sometimes she felt like that Lori was Steve, and they kept it on the download all these years because she was dealing with a dope deal and didn't want nobody to know. But I wonder if they took that DNA. So it would be strange if she got with Margie, knowing that 
Lori may have been his, but Margie said she didn't want no broke dude. You got to come back with something. So then you came back and gave all her children. Well, he should have went and got Mary's son, Stephen, and gave him the Harvey name, too. Because you you raised Mary's son from four years old and up. But you didn't think about him. It, it would have looked suspicious if he just had to gave Lori his last name and not the rest of the children. So Mary was saying he gave it to all of them. But she said in the back of her mind, she used to think that Lori was his. I mean, well, I can understand. See, I just think that that's further proof. The fact that Mary would have suspicions about Lori Harvey, because um, Lori Harvey's birthday is January of 97, and Winston's birthday is July of 97, so they were both born in the same year, just lets you know, just lets you know that obviously Mar uh, Marjorie had been in the picture and Mary knew that she was in the picture. So by the time that these children are born or whatever the case may be, Mary is feeling a certain type of way. Now, whether it is or isn't, isn't to me, it just shows that Marjorie been in the picture. And I like how they making it seem like they met each other. They tried to date for a little bit, but it didn't work because Steve, you know, he left, he dipped off and stuff. And, you know, so it just really didn't work. And I didn't break his heart, like Marjorie said in that thing. I said, and he didn't break my heart. You know, we just went our separate ways. And then coincidentally, the same time that me and Mary get a divorce, the next year, me and Marjorie start dating. And then two years later, we're married. And no, it, it didn't happen like that. Boy, plain simple though. First of all, she going with a dope dealer. And Jim didn't like he was going to have that. So why would she admit, oh yeah, I got Steve, this is my baby. She going to keep her mouth shut and ride the train. Then when homeboy went to jail, they had to figure things out. Not saying per se that's what it could have been, but I'm just saying she wouldn't have said nothing if she's from the streets and you mess with a dope dealer because they would have got Steve. You understand what I'm saying? It probably got her too for the betrayal. You know how I go. You got to be loyal to the game when you step in it. And she wasn't. And that was just an easy way for him to cover his tracks, put all the kids in Harvey name. Then you wouldn't know that Lori was his because if you notice, every one of his wives, he asked them, um, well, all the wives when they go to the next mistress, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? Because Mary said when she found out about Marsha, the first thing Marsha asked, are you pregnant? Now, his wife is asking another woman, are you pregnant? You did, but you wrote a book about women, but are you pregnant? And the same thing, here go Terry, she's pregnant. You understand? So this man had a pattern of that. You know what I'm saying? Love him, get him pregnant. When I'm done with him, I do whatever. And let me put this out here because Geneva, you know this as well. I don't know to be true because some people ask, what is it about the M&Ms? Have you heard that, um, Geneva? No, uh-uh. You Like when people ask questions, they say, why does Steve like go with Mary, Marsha? Oh, yeah, and Mary, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all the okay. Ms, yeah. Okay, so Mary said that wasn't a deal. She said that Steve would sleep with anybody, but he would marry women that are Libras. All three of those women are Libras. Y'all go figure. I'm not sure. Libra are a scale of justice. The scale is tilted when you see it. We're either hot or we cold, but if you, you trigger anything any kind of way, then we go for what we know. I feel like from this, what Mary did, he would target in, and that sounds strange, but go back and look at all these zodiac signs. She said they're all Libras. So he will marry a Libra, but he'll sleep with anybody else. Everybody got their preference, y'all. I'm just saying.
Yep, I do find that interesting that all three of the ladies' names begins with an M. And I do find that interesting once we found out that they all were Libras. I was like, for real? Well, did they all know that? Not not including Terry, because we know Terry's name began with a T. And I don't think she's a Libra. He didn't marry her, though, either. And he didn't marry her. He didn't marry her. All the women that he married, names begin with the M and are Libras. So I don't even know what that's all about. So do you think that was a purposeful thing? Well, I think you Libras are one of the signs that will unite with all sides. You know what I'm saying? Like we either like smooth with everything or we're not. Libra are one of the well-known out of all the astrology signs. We're well, well balanced. Creativity, very, very rounded, grounded. You know what I'm saying? But we got a hot or cold side. So I would think if he was looking at Libras, I've seen a lot of Libras. They're very ambitious. They know what they want. They go for it. If you if you if you like a label person, you're label whole. You want to do that way. You go that way. If you're an entrepreneur, you want to do something. It's just like our creativity goes above the level. You know what I'm saying? So I would say Margie. Um, to me, she's a label person. She she goes. Her creativity is dressing. You know what I'm saying to the flaw because that's a Libra. Marsha. I would think that Marsha is a Libra that is more homestead, laid back. She the type um, Libra. She ain't going to just come out there because not all Libras do come out. Like, I'm very laid back because I'm a Libra, y'all. I'm very laid back. I watch everything. I will open my heart to you, but once you cross me, I'm deadly as hell. There's no going back once you cross me, and that's with any Libras. And Mary, Mary um, seems as a Libra, the constructive Libra, I'm like a business person and ethics and stuff, but some we Libras have different characteristics, you know, and you can be broken, you know, because look, look how Mary was like, she was strong in one level. She says what she means, but look how they dragged her and how they broke her through her spirit. So, you know, I can identify with each one in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Because I hold characteristics. I'm loyal to my family. I like dressing, but I, I'm a simple dresser. I like to like be comfortable but cute, but I'm very creativity and anything I do structured very well. So maybe he that's why he like Libras like that because of the Libra's characteristics. And I think I have a conversation where Mary was talking about him and how he deal with women, how he sleep with women, and then which women he will marry and which ones he won't. And no, she said no. All his wives were Libra, so it was a coincidence of that, and the coincidence that they all start with the letter M. So maybe he liked the M and M too. I don't know. Ain't no telling. Hey, everybody, this here. Hey, CK, Elliot, Slotter, Rosa, Michelle. Tammy, Kevin, thank you so much, Kevin. One love, Audrey, Right Cross, and everyone else just here that I didn't even say your name. Um, Shaquana, uh, what was I about to say? Yeah, so let me explain this again, the reason why I decided to make these Steve Harvey videos for the people who didn't uh, watch the other Please. videos. And then, matter of fact, let me say this too, because this is damn near a series that it wasn't really ever supposed to be, but I sat here and just made all of these videos and practically made it a series so uh bam there we go um y'all definitely go and check out these videos because i tried to put them in uh sequential order steve harvey's white slave master ancestors that's that's the show 
show you sometimes the apple don't fall too far from the tree, okay? And then oh, we wow. have um, Steve Harvey's wife and side chicks, wife and side chicks, because based on what I done read, the only wife that wasn't a side chick that I seen was Marsha, was the first one. It seemed like everybody ended up being a side chick, some at some point that they probably didn't know about, because even Mary said that at some point she didn't even know that Steve Harvey was married until she talked to his mother. His mother was the one that told her, um, you know Steve is married, don't you? And she said, hmm, he ain't told me nothing. So, yeah, check that one out. And then we have the one where me and Essie went live and we talked about a lot of the things and, uh, uh, you know, this reason right here, the uh, reason why I decided to make these videos in the first place. And then this is when I started this book reading, Steve Harvey and Sad Chick Relationship Revealed. And then Steve Harvey, Sad Chicks Meet Up. The reason why I decided to do these Steve Harvey videos, because I was sitting there, man, in my own business, man, making Here. the videos that I wanted to make. Did y'all see what I was doing? I had made a Nick Cannon video, Terrence Howard, oh. had just interviewed Master P, had made the Megan The Stallion video, because y'all know I like to dig up in people ancestries and stuff like that i enjoy research so i was minding my own business and me and essie was talk on the phone talking damn near every day about just life just things that was going on in life was we really talking about steven no wasn't yeah, about no. talking about no damn steven and then all of a sudden i get a phone call one day with her saying geneva guess what and then i said what and then she said i got an email talking about the steve harvey trying to get rid of or do something with this restraining order and i'm like what why you have been there that restraining order that was months ago and he never said anything about it now months late and for, for me i'm sitting up there thinking to myself oh hell no hell no so you about to get this woman started again so i ain't really had to hear about steve at all we sitting up here talking about other stuff going on in life but now you done sat here and did this stuff now she finna go back to court again and now she gonna start talking about steve again Oh, okay. Well, if well, if I'm gonna have to hear about Steve, then Steve, you gonna have to hear about yourself. So I said, I'm finna make these videos and let everybody know about Steve. Cause if I gotta hear about Steve, y'all gonna hear about Steve. And if I gotta hear about Steve, Steve gonna hear about Steve. Margie gonna hear about Steve. Mary gonna hear about Steve. Terry gonna hear about Steve. Uh, Marsha gonna hear about Steve. All they, all his kids gonna hear about Steve. If I gotta hear about Steve, there was no reason for that. If you ask me, I didn't understand why he wanted to i mean what did you have a deal coming up and someone said the restraining order looked bad i mean the woman wasn't putting up no video she hadn't lived her life i seen some people just recently be like oh essie berry i remember her she used to go off about steve see what i mean she hadn't said nothing in a while the woman hadn't really been putting no videos up i mean we ain't seen her but you made a comeback out okay well then we finna play these games with you then steve so you want to play i want to play so then i started doing the research started looking up stuff then i started looking up terry smith book because i already had knew about terry and her book and when i looked it up before i could not find it so i looked it up again and boom found it they say it was only one copy left one copy way more than what they she got for the book is on here say in the u.s it was 15.95 back in 2004 well i paid way more than 15.95 for this book and i said see now 
Men, men will lie when the truth will do the king, his queen and his other woman by Terry Smith. That book just sitting there is just a book. But that book in Geneva's hand is a whole nother thing. So that's what I decided to do with it. Make it a whole nother thing. I said, well, since I done sat here and paid all this money for this book that I couldn't find no other time and it just done came out thin air. And then I kind of looked at that as a sign too. The fact that I was able to find this book, I said, Jesus, Jesus, is this what you want me to do? It's the Lord calling me to do this. I almost felt it was a calling people. I said, I got to do this. I feel it in my blood. I'm being called to do this. So yeah. So I said, we gonna do this and this is what we doing. So for the people that don't understand it, look, boo, I don't know what to tell you. You know, sometimes you don't understand things, you know, that's life, but I'm gonna do what I do. And uh, yeah, we gonna talk about this book. And uh, we also gonna, cause the whole purpose of this too is I was gonna make a whole separate video going off about the victims of Steve Harvey. Cause we only sat up here and talked about the wives. That's all we done talked yeah. about is the wives and Terry, the girlfriend, but there are, and then, and then Essie Berry, for those of you all who know her, I included her a little bit into the video that I did with the wives and talking about Terry and stuff, but there are so many others. And then my whole issue with that is he never gets in trouble for anything. So how is just, you just write for everything. Just every case just always gets thrown out every single time. Um, I don't trust the attorneys, especially with this whole Mary thing, the attorneys, the judges, everybody seen crooked people that was once Mary friend or once was working for Mary switched over to Steve's side. And we will get into that even a little bit further in this video, but I'm going to try not to do this video too long, but let's get into some of Steve's, um, Steve's people, you know, that he done did some stuff to what we like to call victims, because I'm pretty sure these people look at themselves as being victims. Essie, is there anything you want to say before I get started? Um, no, I think you're on a roll. I agree with everything you're saying, friend. And I agree with her. And I apologize, Geneva, that we had to go back to this course of Steve Harvey. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, y'all, I was the first victim who was able to retain a restraining order August 18, 2020. I even saw where they said they were going there try to go after the judge and see how they could get the restraining order off of him. So they took an illegal warrant. I've never been in Texas. And they took it up in San Bernardino County Courts. They lied to the judge, and the judge removed that restraining order. So I told the judge, if you seal my restraining order, you're making me commit a crime because Steve Harvey, Judge Andrew Tucker, Bobby Edmond, Ricky Anderson, Steve Harvey, Margie Harvey, they have committed collusion, conspiracy, blackmail, and their frauds. And I'm not going to be blackmailed in a, law, a court of law. So he did not seal it. So I felt like since I continue to be violated by judges, by courts, by Steve Harvey, by his rat mutt friends, and everybody else who want to come at me, I decided to have my own court on YouTube. How about that? G&E. We spilling the tea because you should have just left me alone and let me be, but you didn't. So now guess what? I'm going to say what I want to, how I want to, whatever I want to, the way I want to. Period. 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 And I don't like Period. that they keep your privacy. I don't like that they continue to try to silence women of color. Every one of his victims are women of color, and there's some guys too, but a lot of women. And then, like Geneva say, how is it that all of us black women, 
we're all lying. Is that what the fuck you saying? Now that's what I got a problem with. So you have to come for me. I'm gonna show you who a black sister really is. My name don't start with no M. It starts with an E. You should have looked that up or you even came for me. So now they got problems. You got issues. Go get any court you want. Go get any law you want. Dude's not going to run me up in a courtroom because he knows if he do, that court case in Texas will be open. The media is going to know and all hell going to break loose because I am still being blackmailed by Steve Harvey. There's a warrant for my arrest in Texas for $1,500. How did I get a warrant for my arrest because of this raggedy man's um, divorce decree? How I how am I even in his divorce? I didn't even know them when they got divorced. He's blackmailing me. Steve Harvey's blackmailing me, period. And I'm going to keep doing that until this dude stop blackmailing me, until somebody from the law get dude, because I'm not playing with Steve. And that's on period, basically, when she said that. That's on period. And yeah, I'm not trying to You know, because right, people don't be understanding why Essie be uploading the videos and why she go as hard as she goes. She goes as hard as she goes because having nobody else went hard, okay? Because people tend to give up when it comes to Steve. I mean, look, I get it. He got attorneys, you know, the judges and the states and whatever state he in. He know people. People get scared and... Hey, I get it, but Essie just, you know, she built from a different cloth and she don't give up that easy. And then people like, well, she keep talking about them trolls over there. She keep calling them trolls, Steve Harvey. Well, based on what Essie has said, they keep coming up, they have came up with information that she found it to be quite suspicious that they come up with this information when it's supposed to be sealed, when it's certain court documents, like how did you come up with this? So like this has been going on for four years, four years, four years, just find that but quite, a little hard to believe that these are just regular people who got their tongue stuck so far up the crack of Steve's booty that four years later, they still want to bother Essie and just call her and send her text messages and make videos about her. We like, no, nah, it got to be something more to this because ain't nobody that concerned about this man four years. We talking about 2017 people since 2017. Okay, so it's 2017. So it's just a whole lot more to it that you may not get and you don't understand why she, you know, reacts in the way that she reacts and why she make the videos. But there's a method to her madness. Just let the woman do what she doing. And if you don't like it, then just don't watch it. Then don't worry about it, <laughs> you know, because she's not making them about you. She's making them about Steve. So and then my whole thing with these videos, I'm about to make my videos. And when I get done, I'm about to drop my mic. I'm going to drop my mic and walk away. Then I done sat up here and made y'all damn near a docu-series for people to know who this man really is. So I'm going to do this third right. and final book reading. And then after that, something in my body, in my bloodstream, in my genes, because it's in my blood to be nosy and give y'all the information, tells me that I should do a video on Marjorie, that it just wouldn't be right not to give y'all all the information that I done researched on this woman for the past mm, four years, because I've been doing this uh -huh. since 2017. They've been doing it since 2017. I've been doing it since 2017. It's just been sitting in my phone. And I really had no reason to release it but wow who knew in 2021 stuff would pop off like this out of nowhere and i think that that's another cool thing too that i like about this whole steve harvey thing here that me and miss essie barry is doing i think i'm very proud of myself that in media right now when no one is talking about steve steve ain't really came up in the media about none he ain't did none he ain't said none you know 
So there are total other topics of celebrities that people are talking about, the Derek Jackson and the Kirk Franklin and T.I. and Tiny. And I'm like, nope, that ain't what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Steve. I'm going to dig up something that ain't nobody thinking about right now. We're going to talk about Miss Steven. We're going to talk about Steven. And we're going to talk about Steven's victims, too. Now, what happened with Steven's victims' cases? I don't know what happened with all of them. I have the slightest idea, but I'm pretty sure they paid not judges off. To me, he paid judges off like he hmm. did marry Judge. Oh. I do believe Angela Chunker and I do believe Judge Roberts paid off. Okay. I do believe when I sued Steve in 2018, Judge Holly Kennedy was paid off. That's how you gonna dismiss my case of prejudice and tell me beforehand that you're going to do it. A lot of stuff that we're going through, you guys, it's gonna be in a book. I'm working on a lot of stuff right now too. But what I when Geneva says something, I just want to say this. Like y'all, I don't know how to walk away. I don't know how to stop and fight, not fight. I don't know how to stand, not stand up for what I believe in. I don't know how to let a nigga tell me to shut up. I don't understand how, as a woman, and we said we have civil and constitutional rights, I don't know why I should sit up here and be violated and I'm a civil rights activist and I've seen other women violated and I should not say anything. So that is what the scary part is, you guys. I don't know how to stop and not continue to fight because I know that I'm right. And all Steve had to do is leave this restraining order on him for three years and just walk away and he would never heard from Essie Berry again. But because he is the narcissist that he is, he wanted to go and lie and say, oh, judge, here go a warrant, a warrant that we made up to shut Essie up because we blackmailing her from the state of Texas because I don't want her to tell my business. I don't want them to know that I blackmail Mary. I don't want them to know that I signed papers and Mary name. I don't want them to know that I married Margie while I was still being married to Mary. There's a lot of stuff that they want to shut me up about, but I don't understand at 51 how you think you're going to do that. So that's why I'm doing this. And I'm pretty much with Geneva. Wherever this is going to go, when I get to release in my footage, my videos, and she gets done, then we can drop the mic. But what I didn't do, all these years I sat and I had taped a lot of stuff Mary said. And some of the stuff that y'all going to hear on those videos is it's detrimental. The conversation that me and Mary had, she said it. So unless y'all want to trip some kind of way and we was in conversation, then it is what it is. Because in conversations, you're not going to monitor what you're going to say. You're just going to say it. 2017, when I was her POA, we had many conversations at nighttime. And some of the things were overwhelming to me. But as a woman who have lived how I live and saw how other women live, I don't know if I could have let a man walk away with my kid and got in front of the media and sit up here and lie and take my kid and not let me see him and do the dude. He would have had problems that he would never believe. I just want to make sure that no other woman is victimized behind Steve Harvey because there are a lot who has been. And y'all can ride his coattail if you want to. That doesn't make a difference with me. But what you will not do in this world or the next one, you won't violate me. I'm through preaching. Okay, she told y'all. And then I do want to make sure, because I tried to write some notes down so I can make sure to say certain things. 
Please make sure you like and share this video, people, if you haven't already done so, and subscribe to Geneva's Closet. And make sure you go over to Essie Berry channel and subscribe to her YouTube channel. And you should definitely, so for those of you who don't know, and you have not been over there to, wait a minute. Okay, and you haven't been over there to Essie Berry YouTube channel, you definitely should, because she has a lot of recorded audio of Mary talking about a lot of that marriage stuff and her son and just a lot of recorded information over there. So I strongly suggest if you want to know more about the Steve Harvey thing and Mary's opinion on it, more information than that video that came out when she had the uh, all white outfit on. I ain't talking about that. This is detailing some other stuff. You should definitely go over there to Essie Berry's channel and um, check those videos out. And then also over there is the videos about the stalking and stuff, too. If you don't believe her, you want to see what the people roll. And you like, like, why would they go to that extreme about Steve Harvey? Yeah, I know. That's what we're saying. Okay, so I'm about to get off into this first one. Okay, the first no. victim. December. Now, this is dated for, this is Fox News, dated for December 8th, 2017. So this is not in no certain order. I'm just reading it to you. And it said, Family Feud Steve Harvey sued for charity fraud by ex-employee. Did y'all know about this one? I didn't know about it. You know, so many different lawsuits. And it says, Steve Harvey is being sued by a former employee who claims the Family Feud host ripped him off in a bad deal, allegedly not paying him for the thousands of dollars he said he raised for Harvey's charity. Harvey's agent, Todd Frank, denies the allegations. We're not surprised by that. It sounds fake. That's what uh, Frank told TMZ of the claims from ex-employee Vincent Demick. So this is Vincent Demick who sued Steve. Demick, who is suing for charity fraud, alleges that Harvey hired him back in April, I'm assuming 2017, to help raise $20 million for the Steve and Marjorie Foundation, as well as other ventures, according to TMZ. In return for his work, Demick said he was promised 12.5% of everything he brought in. In the suit, a copy of which was obtained by TMZ, Demick said that he held up his end of the bargain and delivered $1 million through his high-profile connections. But Harvey allegedly refused to pay the employee commission. Not only did the TV mogul allegedly refuse to pay him directly after completing the job, but Demick said Harvey appeared to have no intentions of paying him at all. Also, while working with Harvey, Demick claims to have discovered how Harvey felt about some of his fellow entertainer pals in the industry. During an investor meeting with Harvey in May, the TV star allegedly blamed TV queen Oprah Winfrey and film producer actor Tyler Perry for giving him bad financial advice. He also allegedly blamed Barack Obama for Harvey's disastrous meeting with Donald Trump. In addition to the company's financial problems, Demick said that Harvey believed bad PR moves were also to blame for the company's withering state. But while Demick may have his opinions of Harvey, Frank you know, Harvey's, you know, Steve Harvey friend, whatever, has a much different opinion of his longtime client. Steve is the most loyal guy in the world, Frank said. I've never been stiffed on a commission from Steve Harvey in 21 years. Victim one. Alrighty then, let's go to the next one. Okay, that was Demick. Well, that was a shame. Why did that happen to him? Why did that even? 
nothing happened. Okay, now what is this one? It says Steve Harvey skates, skates away from a $50 million lawsuit. Let's read this. Oh, wow. This is January 30th, 2017, coming from courthousenews.com. And it says, Dallas, a federal jury rejected a, a videographer's $50 million claim against comedian and talk show host Steve Harvey. Mind you that this videographer sued in 2014 now this is 2017 with the verdict okay he refused to release wait a minute videographer claiming against comedian and talk show host steve harvey who refused to release video of his old comedy routines containing embarrassing material the jury deliberated for several hours before concluding on thursday that plaintiff joe cooper never had a valid contract cooper claimed he signed a deal with Harvey in 1993 in which his company, Close Up Video Productions, was named exclusive videographer for the Dallas-based Steve Harvey Comedy Club. Cooper claimed the 120 hours of video were his exclusive property under the agreement. Uh, under the agreement. Harvey knew that Cooper intended to use his videos of Harvey's performances to create videos that would be sold at retail. The 2014 complaint stated Harvey did did not disagree with Cooper's plans, but requested that Cooper delay in selling videos using Harvey's performances. Cooper understood that Harvey's plans for his career at the time. Cooper decided to delay Harvey video project because his videos would become more valuable if Harvey became a bigger celebrity. The videos include a routine in which Harvey tells the audience to go assault old white women, according to news reports. Harvey is the host of the game show host. Y'all know family field and the talk show, blah, 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 blah. Jurors did not hear or view excerpts of the tapes. The trial occurred as Harvey was being blasted on social media for comments he made on his television show this month against Asian men and soon afterwards meeting with President Donald Trump. Jurors concluded that Cooper misappropriated Harvey's name or likely likeness and that Harvey did not consent to the use of his identity. Determination of damages was not necessary as the parties quickly entered into a settlement and ended the trial according to court records. Okay, woo, well, juror did that. So they said that video couldn't come out. Sorry, Cooper, nothing for you. So you're another one. You're not gonna get anything. Oh, wait a minute, here go another one. Now what does this uh -oh. say? Here go another one. This says, think like a man, harass a woman. Steve Harvey sued for blindsiding a sexual assault of survivor. Oh, wow, this is coming from The Roots. I'm dated for April, 2018, and it says, an attorney for Dominique, and we're just going to go with Dominique because I can't pronounce her last name. An attorney for Dominique reached out to The Root to shed further light on his client's lawsuit against Steve Harvey. In the letter, attorney Carter said that TMZ incorrectly framed Dominique lawsuit strictly as a sexual harassment suit. Carter said that Dominique was intentionally misled by the show's producer about the theme the show at no time during the taping was dominique aware of the pictures or videos shown on what was said about her carter wrote in an email statement carter said that her client was blindsided by harvey and his producers and only learned after the filming and when the episode aired that the show had framed her as a woman who enjoys dressing 
provocatively. She said she had no idea going into the program that it was a dress intervention show. As for emotional damages, Carter added that Dominique is a sexual assault survivor and that the intentional misrepresentation and conduct on air and behind stage was triggering for Dominique and effectively um, re-victimized her. Her attorney also said that Dominique almost lost her military career over the disparaging episode about her disparaging episode about her sexuality. A fitness model is suing Steve Harvey. So this, so this is the earlier um the earlier article a fitness model was suing suing steve harvey over a 2016 episode during which she says harvey and his show's producers made her dress more provocatively in order to fit a specific something the show wanted according to tmz dominique guest on an episode of the Steve Harvey show after responding to a casting call for single professional women who like to show off their looks. Producers told her that the show would highlight her being a professional single mom who's also a fitness model. But once Dominique showed up, she says the 61-year-old comedian and the show's producers made her change out of her outfit. She came in a long sleeve blouse and a pencil skirt into a much more revealing one. Dominique lawsuit claims that she was made to wear a halter top and form-fitting skirt. The live studio audience later judged her, judged her looks in a poll. The responses Dominique received were whore, slut, ratchet, and daddy issues. She asked that the show had also altered photos of her shown during the segment to make her look sexier. The purpose, is, it seems, was to make her transformation later in the show appear more dramatic. Later, Dominique came out in a yellow knee-length dress to the delight of the audience. After the taping, Dominique says she cried backstage. She also claims that Steve Harvey went up to her and returned the clothing she had arrived in, including her underwear. Now, why she take off her underwear? Did they tell her to take off her underwear? What she mean by the underwear? Later, she sent a cease and desist letter asking for the pole to be removed from the show before it aired, a request that the show comply with. Dominique says that the experience left her feeling humi humiliated, demeaned, and sexually harassed. She's suing Harvey, the show's production company, and whatever, and NBC for at least $2 million. Whatever happened with that case? You know what? If I'm not mistaken, was this the case? Because this somebody case that I looked and seen, and that case got thrown out. And that was just recently. Okay, now what is this? Because that is another. And then... That's what I'm saying. It seems like it appears that he could continue to violate people of color, especially women of color, and they just throw him out. And all the judges be white judges, no disrespect. Besides Andrew Tucker, and they just piss on him. Like they tried to do me. As they try to do Miss Barry. Because that's what these judges and stuff is doing. Here go another one from 2018. Y'all probably heard of this one because this is like the really, to me, the most recent one. Because I did hear of this one. That Steve Harvey Companies was sued by a woman fired for not joining sexual activities. September of 2018. Coming from your web, if I'm saying that correctly. And it says, here we go again. We got news on another lawsuit with Steve Harvey. Harvey name attached to it. This one was filed by Kalia, Kalia Muhammad, if I'm saying that correctly, who spent more than 10 years working for Harvey's production and radios company. She's claiming the former president and secretary had her fired after she refused to get freaky with them in sex capades. The lawsuit filed Monday in the U.S. District, District Court for the Northern District of Georgia stated that 
Gerald Washington, former president of Steve Harvey's World Group and content president for Steve Harvey Radio Network, and Megan Dotson, former secretary for both companies, were involved in an affair in 2016, according to Daily Report. Around August of that year, they began asking Muhammad to join them for late night meals, and Dotson... Megan Dotson, that's her name, text request for sexy pictures of Muhammad, whom Megan Dotson found very sexy. The couple had thought about Muhammad for a long time. Megan Dotson is quoted as saying in a text, Washington text an invitation to Muhammad saying, we thought you might have wanted to hang out and needed a break and wanted to eat and drink till we could stand up. What the hell? The text continues saying, we are waiting on you and headed to bed, then airport. We are waiting on you, then headed to bed, then the airport. Oh, okay. Muhammad Sue says she had worked for Steve Harvey organization since 2005 when she was hired as a, recept a receptionist travel coordinator. However, within a few weeks of refusing Washington and Megan Dotson's invitation, the complaint said, the, com the complaint said that Dotson told Muhammad, she was fired. Muhammad filed a discrimination complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission and was given permission to sue. Her complaint named Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey Radio Network Inc. and Steve Harvey World Group Inc. as defendants and levels claims of illegal sexual harassment and retaliation. This suit got thrown out. Let the record show this suit did get thrown out. And I just seen this recently when I was doing my whole research on the Steve Harvey thing. Uh, so this is the one that got thrown out. But wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm not done. Cause this is the most recent one. Cause this is the one that I wanted to know about. Cause I was like, wait a minute, did them people ever get their money back? Don't you remember that Sands and Sun and the Sun and the Sands thing that Steve Harvey do every year? And remember he was supposed to do that in 2020, but Corona came and the people was like, where my money at? But where my money at? And Steve Harvey Foundation or whatever was trying to tell them that, oh, we're gonna hold your two, three, four, however much thousand until the next one. And people like, uh-uh, what you talking about? It's Corona time. People losing jobs. Ain't nobody got time for that. You ain't finna hold nothing. We don't even know when we're gonna be able to take a trip again. And Steve Harvey never brought him or his lips out to say anything about anything. Never gave the people an explanation or never nothing. So I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, well, maybe this is something that his name, that maybe he is just the person that hosts the event, but this is not really his thing. The reason why he wouldn't come out and say something to his fans, because the only reason why I'm assuming that they would book this Sands and Sons and Son and Sands trip is because of Steve, right? Yeah, like who else are you know, they going for? But anyway, let me read this. This is dated for February 11th, 2021 okay and it says persistence pays off this is nbc chicago it says persistence pays off nbc5 responds finally gets refunds for steve harvey's fans it does and it says the long road to a refund is finally over for nearly a dozen steve harvey fans who purchased tickets to party with the comedian at his 2020 steve harvey sand and soul festival in the in the dominican republic lisa parker 
has more on the happy ending. And it says, the long road to a refund is finally over for nearly a dozen Steve Harvey fans who purchased tickets to party with the comedian at his 2020 Steve Harvey Sand and Soul Festival in the Dominican Republic. I'm excited to say that I did receive my refund, $2,592 from the Steve Harvey Group. And thank you for all your help, said Tracy Lowe in a video sent to NBC5. Then it goes on to say the weekend getaway slated for September 3rd through the 7th of 2020 was officially canceled on August 28th. But fans request for refunds began long before that date when the coronavirus pandemic prevented everyone from traveling. Everyone who was requesting a refund who has paid money for this trip for 2020 should be entitled to a refund said gail who paid two thousand five hundred and six dollars for the weekend getaway after all an email from sand and soul organizers dated april 2nd 2020 stated in the unlikely case that the event has to be canceled due to COVID-19, we will be altering you all, we will be alerting you all no later than 60 days prior to the event. And at that time, all payments made into the Santa So account for room packages, excursions, event tickets, and upgrades will be refunded. See, they said they were going to refund the money to your original form of payment. Okay, that's what it said, April 2nd, 2020. But there were there was then an apparent change of heart. Organizers sent a follow-up email on August 28th stating, instead, any money that a customer has paid into their 2020 trip will be held as a credit for future travel to Sand and Soul in 2021. Why can't he just give everybody who provided the money down payment and deposit their money back? Asked Pamela, Pamela McGee, who wanted her $2,360 dollars refunded it turned out to be nearly twenty four thousand dollars question for 10 fans who reach out to nbc5 response for help their months of emails to the company went unanswered so too did nbc5 until we heard from steve harvey steve harvey global ceo brandon williams back in september williams thanked NBC5 response for bringing the matter to his attention and pledged to ensure that the individuals that are due refunds will be made whole. He told NBC5 response a third party vendor organized Sand and Soul Festival and without revealing the name of that vendor to NBC5 response said refunds will soon be underway. However, months pass and weekly emails updates from the ticket holders became a broken record. Still nothing in my bank account. They wrote over and over again. Then finally, around the same time, get this people, listen to this. Then finally, Stephen, around the same time, Steve Harvey posted videos on Instagram showing him wintering in Dubai and St. Bart's, our viewers, summer vacation funds, started to reappear oh wow i received my refund from steve harvey and his team thank you nbc5 and illinois attorney general's office because that this is what the people had to do to get their money back the attorneys general in illinois and in georgia where harvey's company is based say they also want to hear from affected fans 
Attorney General something, Consumer Fraud Bureau worked to mediate the eight complaints we received from consumers who purchased vacation packages or held tickets to the 2020 Sand Festival. NBC5 Response has learned that the Georgia Attorney General also has pending complaints against Sand and So organizers and has launched an inquiry. Okay, I didn't even see that part. NBC5 Response reached out to Harvey's representatives about the attorneys general getting involved, but did not get a response. Wow. Without you, I would have never gotten a full refund. Big shout out to WMAQ NBC Chicago, whose $205,000 refunds bring the total. It brought the total up to $23,739. So the people got their money back when Steve went on his vacation. I guess that's how he decided to do that. Yeah. Yeah, basically, there's more, but we're going to just stop it right there. We we can, because I know Essie got one over there. I don't I don't know what I did with that information about Kualanda Harris. Yeah, that was a crucial one, too. Um, when I saw Kualanda Harris' case, I just, like, my stomach dropped. Because everything Steve had done to me, he did to that girl. But to me, he did it a lot worse. She said he paid people to harass her, to stalk her, a private investigator. I mean, I think it was like 200 cops right then and there to know that 200 cops sit up there and tried to put a case against one black woman and it had something to do with Steve Harvey. I would say that case would immediately have to be opened back up to see the violations because it looks like a setup. As a civil rights activist, when you hear so many things like this going on, and this man has so many cases and they've all been thrown out, dismissed, vacated, sealed or gagged. I truly find that a violation against people all over the world that he has violated because there's no way that this nigga is a superhero that he's getting every case dismissed because he's not wrong. He's greasing judge palms of their hands and he's paying them off. I know for 100 percent beyond a shadow of a doubt that Mary case, a lot of people are paid off. I know one of Mary Lloyd's was paid $220,000 to shut up. Let's don't call no names, but y'all know who you are and you know how you got paid. There's a lot of things that people will try to silence you about because they know the truth. And just like all these women that were violated behind Steve Harvey, including the men as well, Steve Harvey had the, the, the recourse, the, 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 the monetary, he had the money, the power, the backing to do it. And when you got the backing, you can do anything. Even when that restraining order was took off him, what I do realize is that judge was scared. But then you're going to have to answer to that because I'm not going to just let it walk away like that. Because I know if it was any other judge or any other person, Steve Harvey would not have been able to get that that restraining order off of him because he, I mean, because he was an ordinary man. That's how he was able to do it. Do I think he paid the judge? If he didn't pay him, he threatened him one or the other, because the judge didn't appear to be himself as well. So I realized in doing this and fighting this whole battle, my voice and who I am as an individual and a person, that's all I have. Because now I've seen that the court system will violate you as you stand. It's one thing to see as a victim, and it's one thing to be victimized, and it's one thing when you're fighting for someone. But when you become the victim, you know, and the prey and someone comes for you and someone like me, it changes your whole way of being. It changes your whole life. I never thought I would be even experiencing something like this. I never thought I'd be talking about something like this. 
I never thought I'd be calling Geneva every day saying, Geneva, do you know what this dude has done? But what I can say until I'm satisfied and until I know Steve Harvey will not violate me anymore, then it's what it's going to be. There's a warrant for my arrest in Texas and the shit is blackmail. I have never been in Collins County, nor have I stood before Judge Tucker. Steve Harvey asked that judge to do it, and I guess he paid Judge Andrew Tucker to take a warrant in a state that I don't even live in. That's blackmail, that's collusion, that's fraud, that's conspiracy, and everything else. And as long as my name is attached to him on any piece of paper, then he will have problems with me for the rest of his life. So if any of his people is watching, as I know their ratchet selves are, you better disconnect me, because at this point, you triggered me. This is what you call a trigger. When Mary got back on that mic and y'all seen her on the video, because I had to analyze things for myself, she was triggered. There's something about people when they're victimized, like I'm victimized as a stalking victim. Mary's victimized as a woman who's been stalked, harassed, and threatened, and just violated through Steve Harvey. There are certain things that you will see that will trigger you. When I saw the child abuse report against Winton and how that was and how he was beaten by Steve, I triggered. I did not know how to turn back. Only thing I knew then as I had to expose the truth. I would be a damn fool to sit up here and keep saying that this is Steve. He want to call himself spook or whatever. At this point, I don't even care. I know some people have already identified these people because they know their voices. Nobody's stupid. No man is going to really make Steve be held accountable for his actions, but I know that God will. So now I realize to myself, this is the best vindication for me to be on this platform and any other platform I want to be on telling my truth. There are a lot of scary women. There are a lot of people who get paid off. There's a lot of people who lie. There's a lot of people who's deceitful and can be bought at the drop of a dime. I chose not to do that because if I do that, then I know someone else will be victimized behind Steve Harvey. And I do hold Margie accountable too because you was a dope dealer wife and you sat up there and you let all this happen and then you smile behind closed doors and you know you was a liar about everything, Margie Harvey. You sat up there and did all this with Mary Kidd and you thought it was funny, but I bet you wouldn't like it if somebody did that with your children while you're standing up in their pictures with all your children and your grandchildren. How disrespectful was that as a woman? And for women of our, our generation and women of color, instead of us trying to be so much negative against each other, we need to start listening more. Because in 2011, when Mary went to this platform, YouTube, and she took it by storm, you heard the letter Geneva read. She said no one heard her. You know why? Because all you knew is Steve Harvey and what he said. I've lived in the celebrity world, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't like the slick shit that goes on, nor will I be a part of it. If I cannot change it or make some type of difference, then I don't need to be a part of it. My voice is to unite people together to try to help. But at the same time, to know that Steve Harvey went to this magnitude to do all that he has done to other victims as well as me, I find that to be a problem. So when y'all listen to Geneva videos and y'all hear my voice, share these videos, allow people to know because his life will never be the same as long as I stay in it. That's how he lost his shows. CBS or NBC, y'all can say what you want to, 
But hell yeah, I sent them child abuse papers to them. Hell yeah, I sent that paper show with Ricky Anderson and Steve Harvey did to Mary. Why wouldn't I? You're not going to gag me. They violated Mary. And what y'all don't understand is she had to be quiet and lie about child abuse. She had to be quiet and lie about her baby being beaten. She had to be quiet and be blackmailed by Steve Harvey and Margie. And let's don't play no games. The records are sealed in Texas because you blackmail Mary. Y'all tried to put a restraining order against me, a warrant against me, because Steve Harvey is blackmailing me. But how is that working out for you, trying to blackmail me, Steve Harvey? And if Margie was any type of woman, if Ricky Anderson and, and Bobby had any, any kind of morals or principles, they would get their client, bring him to the table, and make him do right, because if not... 2021 will be the last year that I talk about this dude, and it will be the last year that he's left standing legally. I'm not playing with Steve Harvey because I didn't ask for this battle. It was brought to me, and just reading some of the victims that Geneva just said, it makes me sick on my stomach, but everybody want to hee-hee and ha-ha. I hold ABC liable and Family Feud because he's still on that, and he should have been pulled a long time ago. He's smiling in women's faces, and he's sitting up there calling women behind closed doors, bitches, sluts, and whores. How is that a family man? I don't watch Family Feud for a lot of years, and none of them white men, Caucasian men, whichever you prefer, have I seen doing that. Steve faces a cartoon character. I don't care if you made it, cartoon character. It's his likeness. It's his name, and he's doing that on this platform, and none of his lawyers stopped him. So y'all can keep doing this because at this time I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. But what I will know and what I will do is continue to fight as an activist, continue to fight as a woman of color and continue to do what I do to keep myself who I know to be and not sell out for somebody because you need a quick dollar because somewhere along the line who Mary was, Steve Harvey's victim, Cooper, Steve Harvey's victim, Terry Smith, Steve Harvey's victim, Marsha Harvey, Steve Harvey's victim, Essie Berry, Steve Harvey's victim, Geneva's Closet, Steve Harvey's victim, The Model, Steve Harvey's victim, Orlando Harris, Steve Harvey's victim. How many more people of color we gonna let Steve victimized before we stop it? I think we should stop it right about now. So he done made his choice and he done made his decision. It's up to him where it go from here. And right about now, to me, legally, it's not doing any good, and it's not helping him. Let me just say this. I'm going to go, you guys. I'm going to let Geneva take over. No matter what this may seem like, no matter what it may do, I have no ill feelings, but I know who Steve Harvey is as a man. He is a man who will violate women. He is a man who will lie at the drop of a dime. He is a man who will blackmail women. He is a man who will beat his child and lie about it with a two by four and a belt buckle. He is a man who will take his wife and put her in jail. He is a man that will have three or four women on the back door and sleeping with all of them. He is a man that will look in your face and try to set you up just as well as he does smile in your face if he know it will benefit him. And what I do know in the state of California if I was lying, why would he not sue me in the state I live? He went to Texas, a state he doesn't live in. He has property in. 
to try to put a warrant against me and violate me. Until that shit's done, he ain't going to be done. And legally, he will have to pay for this. If not now, he will have to pay with God some kind of way. Because I see now, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And I've seen what money will do. I've seen people be bought off with Twinkies. I've seen people be bought off with fried chicken and Chinese food. And I'm not playing when I say this. I've seen these little people that's getting bought off a little bit of nothing because you want to sit up here and see what you can gain. At the end of the day, you gain nothing because I'm still exposing Steve Harvey and I won't back down on nothing I've said. I will always stand for my truth. I don't know about other people. And you guys don't be just up here watching me in Geneva and saying you guys love us. Then spread the story, tell people, let people allow people to know who this man really is. We're not just up here like to make conversation. I'm up here to make a change and to make a point. And the decision that I made is to not let Steve Harvey victimize another person or another woman of color. Absolutely. Well, girl, while you was talking, I'm sitting up here and I clicked the button and took stuff off the screen, trying to figure out how to bring it back up, trying not to get frustrated. Absolutely. I totally agree. That sounds right. What? What? what let me see what y'all saying. Tammy said, preach, sister, preach. Um, and what was I going to say? It, it was a point that I was going to make. Oh, yeah, I know. I think another thing that irritates me with Steve Harvey is he need not to say anything else. Him or the rest of these men that feel like that they can tell us how to act like a woman and be like a woman. Like, how about you teach yourself how to be a man? Go teach other men how to be men. I'm sick of these men playing off of us women because they know that women are emotional. And we are the ones that's going to be the ones running out to go get the books. The first one to go get these, um, watch these movies. The first ones to be like, uh-huh, you better pray. That is true. He is right. Y'all do need to act like that. You do need to act more like a man, like he said, that you need to act more like a lady, lady, women, ladies. We need to do this. He is right. We need to just stop that already because they are totally taking, taking advantage of us, ladies. They are totally taking advantage of our emotions and they making big dollars. And I think that's the thing that irritate me with Steve after I found out the type of person he was a nigga. How you going to sit up here and try to tell somebody off of a book and two movies how they should act and you did this? This grimy? Tell us about you. C come on, Steve. Tell us about the real Steve. I mean, because I know you made a comedy special that said, uh, they ain't done with me yet. And I don't even think with that you was being 100% all the way honest about the person that you really are. Be honest. Be honest. So then people like me can't go up and sit up here and dig shit up on you if you're just sitting up there and be honest. I mean, because you're talking about God ain't done with you yet, so I thought that you had, for the most part, said that, yeah, I done did all of this. But, you know, I still be messing up a little here and there, a little here and there. No, no, <laughs> no, you a whole different person. Then sitting up here listening to Terry, you're a huge liar. You're a liar. That's why we shouldn't be listening to these people trying to tell us about relationships. and We don't even know how their relationship is. And hence Derek Jackson, hence that, <laughs> you know, that's probably a reason why I never even paid no attention to him. Most of these men that be doing that, I just do eye rolls. So I'm, mm -hmm. And I just sit up there and look at all the women. Uh-huh, you better tell it. You better preach. I need me a man like that. No, ladies, you need to figure out about yourself. How about that? You don't need to listen to no man tell you what you need to do. You need to figure out what you're doing wrong, period. 
period. So then no man can sit up there and tell you that this is the type of man that you need to get. This is the type of man because you should already know that on your own. You don't need no man to tell you what type of man you should be looking for. And if you realize that you keep picking the wrong one, then that's you, boo-boo. That's you. You need to look deep inside yourself. These fake-ass um, relationship experts, they can't do it for us, ladies. They cannot. But yeah, preach, I think that girl, preach, preach, preach. Think that a little, little, just a little, little bit irritates me. But I know some of y'all are wondering. I know, I know some of y'all was wondering why in the hell is Miss Ella on the doggone thumbnail? What is Miss Ella from the House of Pain doing on the thumbnail? So, okay, so let me tell you this, y'all. So we're going to get into it uh, more when we get into this book. But so I'm sitting up here reading. So I'm going to give you a little information about the third and final part of uh, what is it called? Men will lie when the truth will do the king, his queen and his other woman. So there's a part in this third reading where Terry writes a letter to Steve Harvey. Right. But the letter never makes it to Steve the letter makes it to mary and mary reads the letter and mary and mary responds back with this letter now terry receives the letter and she's tripping over this letter like oh my god so what did mary harvey come to my house how did mary harvey know you know where i lived at to steve tell him but it wasn't until after the fact they end up realizing who was this person based on some audios that Essie had that she was able to dig up, then that's when it all came together on how Terry got this letter back. How did Terry get this letter? So Terry got the letter because come to find out, matter of fact, let me, let me get this article. There's a certain article that I wanted to read. Come to find out, so Ella Payne's name is Cassie Davis. And come to find out, there is an article. I had went to go do some research on Cassie Davis. And if you go look her up on Wikipedia, I don't think it really mentions anything about Steve Harvey, whatever. But I ended up finding an article where she mentions, and this is what she says in this article. Let me just bring the article up. Come it on, girl! It, it says in this article, and I'm not even going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read some of it. It says in 2001, Cassie Davis got out of the business that she was in and she started working as Steve, as Steve Harvey's personal assistant. And then this article goes on to say um, that Cassie also sees how God prepared her by letting her work with Chip Fields. Now, Chip Fields is now this is why the reason why I was trying to make sure I fix my screen because I had stuff perfectly the way I wanted it. And then I sat here and just messed stuff up by clicking things wrong. Mm -hmm. Lord, I don't think I can find it. I don't, I don't think I- And you guys know who Chip Fields is, right? That's Kim Fields' mother. If you don't know, Chip Fields is yep, Kim Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull it up. But yeah, Chip Fields, y'all know who Chip Fields is. That's Kim Fields' mother. Y'all know who I'm talking about on uh, Good Times, who burnt Penny with the iron? The, her mama, her abusive mama, that's Chip Fields. It says Cassie Davis also sees how God prepared her by letting her work with Chip Fields and later working with Steve Harvey for eight years, getting to learn the business side of 
the entertainment industry up close in LA. So come to find out basically that, and in this article is making it seem like that she used to work for Steve Harvey, but that's not the case. She used to, Mary Harvey hired her to be her assistant. So Megan Dotson, don't you remember the Megan Dotson I was just mentioning in that article with the Muhammad and he was trying to get the lady, the Muhammad lady to sleep with them in the sex capades and the Megan Dotson. Megan Dotson was Steve Harvey's personal assistant and Cassie Davis, before she started Steve Harvey, I mean, before she started Tyler Perry and all of that, Mary hired her as her personal assistant. But if you don't believe me, we can just listen to it from Mary Harvey because she goes into it and she's and she's explain and she explains it herself. Let me pull it up and here it go. And I'm gonna play that for you all. Okay, now to pause right quick, Mary talking about some money, because come to find out, before the whole incident with Mary and Steve getting a divorce, she loaned Cassie, wait a minute, I think my volume too high, she loaned, she loaned Cassie $40,000, she gave Cassie $40,000, Cassie ne never gave her her money back, and we're talking about Miss Ella from the House of Pain, so... 
when I heard that, I said, wait a minute, Miss Ella from, <coughs> from the Pains used to be Mary's friend and personal assistant. And based on what Mary said from 1994 to 2004, they were really close friends because Mary even says in another video, if uh, I, I'm not sure if she said in this one or another one, that Cassie even came over to her family house for, for Christmas and would, uh, you know. And so Mary borrowed her $40,000 and in 2004, and then in 2005, when all of this stuff started happening with Mary and Steve, Cassie didn't say nothing. And she didn't even try to give Mary back her money. Like, that's my thing. Okay, so maybe you were scared to come and speak out because I did find that picture that I cannot pull up now because I done clicked some button and don't know what I done did with my damn Google, whatever. But a picture with Steve and Cassie hugging. So there's a picture with them. I I don't know if there's a picture with Mary and Cassie together. Everything that I seen mentions that she worked for Steve. She don't even want to mention uh, mention Mary name at all. Okay, that's fine, but you making money now with Tyler Perry doing the plays and doing the the shows and stuff and the movies, movies, plays and and TV show and you can't get this woman back her $40,000 and you done sat here and seen Mary going through all of this stuff on TV and she done helped you out for 10 years for 10 years and you can't, Cassie, where is Mary $40,000 at? When you gonna get that woman back her money? And is Mary gonna say something about that 40,000? I would have sure made a video on the 40,000 had Cassie face up there real big, her and Tyler Perry's saying, where the hell is my damn $40,000 at that I loaned you? I don't understand that one. Is you gonna pay her her money, Cassie? Give Perry, her money, Mary didn't know her family member anybody. She came around. Mary said she was talking about that number. They said, Mary said, what's your bank account number? Mary pressed the button and said forty thousand dollars to her account. I know you saw Mary on video. I know you knew that she was Mary's personal assistant. Now you know took the place and you can't even help her like she helped you. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about in Hollywood that needs to be exposed. When you get up a little bit higher, you can get where you came from and understand that where did you come from to get where you're going. Everybody helps someone get somewhere up in that level. She wouldn't even been in the circle if it hadn't been for Mary. So now you get in the circle with Tyler Perry, and then you become friends with Steve Harvey, forget Mary Harvey, and then you still sit up there holding her money. Really, Cassie, can she get her $40,000? Can you at least give her that back? You don't even know how Mary living. Did you even ask? I'm not sure how she living, but I'm just saying. I know that's a shame, right? We can never look at her the same now, especially reading this article that I read where it said that she was kind of out there bad, <laughs> you know, like based on what I read that when she went to go do this um, acting thing with, with, with Chip Phil, with uh, Kim Phil's mom and stuff, that, that she was high. She was high and I think it says she cursed Chip Phil out or something like that and then you know she came back and apologized or something but she was kind of like out there bad for the most part and uh yeah but yeah she who 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 knew i mean she looked like a nice little short lady and yeah she yeah you can't be trusted she owed mary forty thousand. basically that's what we're trying to say when the hell are you gonna get mary her forty thousand? basically or do we need to put a a, a thing up there saying um Ella when you gonna put it up there? I'm not trying to be funny. She may not never get it, but to know that that woman looked after you at a time that you needed with your family member, 
And then she's seen all the times Mary was on the video. She could have reached out to Mary some kind of way. She chose not to. So see how people live one life. You sing for God. You sing for Christ. You jump, jump in a dance for Tyler Perry. But you can't get Mary her $40,000 back. And it was your family member was sick, not Mary's. Oh, y'all didn't think I had that, huh? Y'all, I got videos that talking about Ricky Smiley, um, the, all the attorneys, the judges. I got a lot of stuff that I kept. They should have just kept their damn mouth closed and they wouldn't be being exposed right now. But I don't care. Ain't nothing these people my friends, so I'm going to expose what I want to expose. Who cares? I guess we're going to expose Hollywood, huh? We're going to see who is who. TV Jakes, I got to look at what you too, Mary talked about. Mm-hmm. I think Terry needs to come forward and say something about this book. That's what I think. So if there's no gag order on her, and obviously not this book, because I'm sitting up here reading this book, then she should come out and say something about this book or come say something about her relationship. Megan, too. What was really going on? Who? Megan, that girl called Alda Harris, Terry, all them people. Why, why we got to be keep watching these women be gagged? When are we going to stand up for each other as women of color and say enough? Why can't Terry talk about her book? I'm going to be honest with you, Val. When I heard her book, I, I was listening to everything, and we're going to hear the end of it because I know it's really juicy. But some of what Terry put herself in, it was still wrong how Steve Harvey dogged her. He dogged her and just stepped all over her. I don't care who it was, if it was my sister, your sister, we would have had compassion for this woman. But she kept putting her heart out there. Because when that girl said, yo, I know Mary, and he married, and Terry still stayed there, I looked at her cross eye right then because she just said that he was married. You knew he was married. He told me he was married. And you still kept letting him piss on you and dog you out. And I don't know if he literally pissed on you, but how ironic you got with that book, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just saying. So what do you think is going on with, with Mary? Hmm? What do you think is going on with Mary right now? Do you think that she see these videos? Yeah, she see the videos. You know why? To me, wow. she got to see him because when all this was transpiring and I would Google my name, I would see Mary's face and I would see me as an extortionist, AKA, and that's what they labeled me as because a lot of Steve Harvey told, you can't Google your face without doing that. I can't Google my name without doing that. How she not? And then quite naturally, you know, looking at this, if she is looking at it, but then she may not. Because certain things may trigger her when she watch it. I know certain things trigger me. I look at you and me, we doing videos, right? We talking. But hell, then when you Google my name, you got my face on other videos and shit, people talking. Some things that none of this shit's really true unless they offset it from your page. But I'm just saying. So it would bother, it bother me. So I'm quite sure it bothered Mary. And she can't Google her name without seeing some of this that was going on, I would think. And if she's been up on all these emotional roller coasters through the years, then she already going to be triggered because the certain things that's going to come back in her spirit. And then she's going to probably go back and look at things because I had to keep going back looking and looking. Why would I pick Steve Harvey out of everybody to say he's stalking me and blackmailing me if he wasn't? Why wouldn't he go ahead and shut this down? Because he know if he come any kind of way, he probably going to lose the rest of what he has, which is family feud. And I wouldn't care because I'm not no friend of his. So I would think that Mary probably is watching. If she ain't, you know, maybe it's better for her that she don't. Because right about now, that book that yeah. you read, yeah. I don't know if I was Mary and I did hear this book that you read. I wouldn't give a damn, but it's 20 years later. 
I would be going back, reflecting on everything you do then. We're like, damn, you would go back and try to see where was those pieces. You would fit those pieces of the puzzle in that circle. You understand what I'm saying? So she may be doing that. Because until she, to me, she gets some type of closure like me. I had closure when I had that restraining order. Then dude took his raggedy lawyers back up in there and lied to get the restraining order off him. Somewhere along the line, you have to have some type of closure. I don't think Mary gonna ever have closure because like, how can she get her years back with her child? How can she get back her integrity that C took from her? How can she get back who she was as a person? Mary was not a criminal before Steve put her in jail. Mary had never even had a arrest warrant before Steve put her in jail. Mary never was up under therapy until 2005 when she get, she had never seen a therapist in her life until 2005. How about that? How about that? I don't have no arrest warrant until this dude came and did what he did and lied. I didn't have no criminal record and still don't have one because that warrant in Texas is not valid. Steve lied to get that on me. Corlanda Harris, $1,500 warrant. Girl ain't got no criminal record. Now she got one. And she was a transgender woman. So now, Steve, you put a transgender woman in jail. Why? Was she going to tell us something? Is that why you had all those cops lie on her? Is that why you had a crooked judge? And I would say the judge is crooked because the judge used to work for a law firm called Austin and Bird. Austin and Bird is Steve Harvey's attorney now. Such a coincidence that Steve Harvey has attorneys called Austin and Bird and the transgender case that was in Atlanta, Georgia, Cobbs County, it had a white female judge. That white female judge used to be an attorney of Austin and Bird. That shit would be a conflict of interest. But right now, because of Steve Harvey himself, and to know that every case either has got sealed, vacated, gagged, or restrained, or anything like that, or dismissed, I think every judge should be up in an investigation. In every case that, that went on with Steve Harvey, no matter good, bad, and difference, if it was a person of color, where they have a restraining order, where they have a gag order, where they have a warrant against them, where they done seal some documents, I feel like there should be a mass investigation and all that shit need to be back open because the only reason why people are sealing and gagging people is because you're lying and you commit crime and then you're gagging people to shut it up. And that's what they tried to do with me. And that's what really pissed me off. Y'all know I saw crimes in Steve Harvey's divorce. So now I got to be blackmailed because I know y'all committed crimes. Let's see how that's going to work out for you. It's not working out the way you thought. And it will not work out the way you thought unless you tell the truth. So we know that's not going to happen. So we got YouTube court, G&E in the house. Right, just picking on people, right? We need Red to come back out. Red, if you're watching this video, Red, you need to come back out because that, you know, because we need you to come back out and retell that story that you had told us. Because there's this guy that Essie talked to, we talked to, and I can't remember. I think that was in 2019. And they called him Red. But come to find out, his daughter is Summer Bunny. Now, y'all remember Summer Bunny. Summer, Summer Bunny was that little light-skinned girl that kind of, to me, she kind of reminded me of Black China that was messing with Offset. Don't you remember when Offset had cheated on 
Cardi B mm -hmm. or whatever and come to find out it was Summer Bunny. Well, Summer Bunny is this guy's Red's daughter. Well, Red used to dress Steve Harvey. He had a uh, clothing store. Now, now, what was this clothing store at? I think it was in Texas, wasn't it, Essie? Yes, it was. Yes, he had a was. clothing store in Texas. Now, this Red, man, Red, he had a lot of proof. He had the store. He sent articles of his clothing store. He sent a picture of him dressing people. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said Cedric the Entertainer came there. He named some other people. He even had information about T.D. Jakes. And the reason how he even had information about T.D. Jakes was through T.D. Jakes' brother. Gave information about T.D. Jakes used to be a pimp and all of this. I mean, this man had a lot of information. And it was like, oh, so you Summer Bunny's daddy. And then, then he showed pictures of him and Summer Bunny. And it's like, oh, wow. So you used to dress Steve Harvey with them clan. He felt a certain way about Steve because he felt like the Steve got a certain level and then just kind of left them behind, didn't come back around anymore. And so, yeah. Yep. Reg, you need to come back out too so you can retell them stories that you had told. You had um, a lot of stories to tell of, about Steve. What you I got some. I do have some of the recordings. I'll see if I can find them. That's one thing about me. You can never tell who I had a conversation with. And really gave us a lot of um, information, letting us know who he was. Even this one woman, she was a victim of Steve. She had some kind of hair product. Her husband had died. And they said, Steve's going to put the money up for it. He didn't put the money up for it. He took the lady product. Red told me about that. And the lady, the lady husband had got, I got to find that video. So, you know, you can do it for yourself. There's so many things that we look at and we see people in this Hollywood industry. It's not what we really feel like it should be and it's not what it is. It's what they paint it to be as a facade. And that's what we got to understand now. It's a facade and they want you to see what you want to see. And then I'm not saying everybody in Hollywood is crooked. I'm saying they let crooked people do crooked stuff to make money for them and they're not help, help. They're not allowing these people to be held accountable for their actions. Steve now need to be held accountable for all his actions. It's not blackmailing black women. True that. Do need to be held accountable, right? I'm disappointed I didn't even have these pictures and stuff ready because I show had these pictures that I wanted to show y'all. But this book, um, Men Will Lie When the Truth Will Do, come to find out, been getting a lot of people asking about this book. So I'm going to say it again. Woo! This was the only book that I can find. This is the only one that I can find. I could not find another. This is the only book that I can find. But what me, but what I have decided to do, come on, take girl, the, take the book and sell the book. How about we just take the book and sell the book? But, but better than that, since people keep asking about the book and I just wanted it to read the book, but, um, We'll take the book and sell the book because I'm not reading all of the pages anyway because I told you I was 415 pages. I wasn't reading all of the pages, but I was going to try to read most of it. But I will sign the book and then I'm going to send the book to Essie Berry and have Miss Berry sign the book. And then we will sell this book, Men Will Lie, When the Truth Will Do, The King, His Queen, and The Other Woman. I'm telling you, I was over here just pressing all types of buttons. Okay, you guys check out. We're gonna she's actually, yeah, she's actually gonna auction the book off because we seen a lot of people contacting us about the book. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna send it at whatever price you says, and we're gonna let people bid to buy the book. So you're gonna be able to bid on the book to buy it. So we ain't gonna just set it up there, but to the highest bidder, that's who gets it. I don't know what is going on with my camera. Just to tell you guys. 
Absolute Mundo, people. And right, I was trying to show stuff. And like I said, I done sat here and messed up something. I can't even get my camera and stuff together. But yes, we're going to auction the book off. And I guess I'll have further details about it when I get my camera and stuff together. Because my camera, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I'm going to sign the book. Essie's going to sign the book. We're going to auction the book off. I'm going to give you further information into that. And also, people, if you want to advertise your business, if you are an entrepreneur and you would like to advertise your business in Geneva's Closet, you can email me. at Gene Right now, you can email me because in a minute, I'm going to just send you somewhere. I'm going to have a link that you can go to, a site you can go to. Whereas of now, you can email me at Closet 22 at gmail.com. And I know people have been emailing me, asking me about the ancestry and people want me to help them find stuff whether it's find something or find someone email me at genevascloud22 at gmail.com we definitely have to set up something um where we can talk and i can get a better idea of what you need me to do and then yeah we can work people we can work give me some work to do y'all know i'm nosy this is my thing. So you give me something, Geneva, I need you to find this. Just give it to me. Give me whatever information you got. I will sit here, figure out a plan, and find it. I guarantee you I will find it. So make sure you email me if you would like to advertise your business. Again, in Geneva's Closet, you can advertise your business with either a shout-out. I can shout you out, shout-out your business, your business name, your business information, a product, viewing and unboxing. You can send your products to me, your item to me, and I can review it and unbox it. If you already have a commercial, you can send me your commercial ad, and then we can put it inside one of my Geneva's Closet videos, but I also put it on instagram tweet it out and put it on facebook and if you do not have a commercial you're like i don't even have a commercial for my video that's all right people we got your back we will provide one for you and still advertise it in geneva's closet and the good thing about advertising in geneva's closet is that when you work with me when we are working together now this is a working relationship we're talking about business i handle business why phenomenally and then another good thing about working with geneva's closet is because i'm not pushing out like 12 videos a day okay i'm not pushing out a video every day so nine times out of ten people will definitely see your shout out your unboxing people will definitely hear about your business and this is not only for um, entrepreneurs, if you are a music artist or you have an event coming up, you can also be interviewed in Geneva's Closet. And I also have a very exciting interview that's coming to Geneva's Closet really soon. I just spoke with this person um, yesterday, and he's actually a throwback guest of my probably one of my favorite people that I've ever interviewed and I'm actually going to have a chance to re-interview him again and I do want to talk about some of the things that we talked about before because it was just such a good interview and I want you all to hear what he has to say so I'm excited about that but we'll give you details about that a little bit later but yeah the third and final book reading will be because today is Saturday is today still Saturday yeah for me it is um will be next week will be next week I'll be putting out the third and final book reading of men will lie when the truth will do the king his queen and his other woman so make sure you all stay tuned for that miss barry you got anything you want to say because i don't want to be on here all day because last time it was three hours we had one hour and 54 minutes right now we did pretty good we pretty much broke everything down i really want to thank everybody for joining following me and geneva this has been a journey I never would have thought four years ago we'd be right here, right now, still doing our thing. 
but doing it on a whole different level. And I, I have seen a lot of people as far as talking about the experience they have done and victims. Um, you guys can email me at civil rights activist, Essie Berry. As I told you about my PR person, I'm not calling anybody. They say, Essie, stay out the phone. Your heart too big. You can't trust these people. Leave alone. I say, yes, ma'am. I will do that. So I will correspond with you through an email. If it's something that me and Geneva maybe we should bring, y'all can bring it on my platform as far as talking about your cases. Or over here, we just try to do things a little bit different, what works for us, what's better. But in no time, I don't want anybody to think when they tell me something, I'm not hearing you. I'm in a better space than I've ever been before in my life, mentally and emotionally. So it's not as bad as it was four years ago for the things I've experienced. But I want to be able to help other people go through what I went through to be able to help them through it or to find a source. And I'm still going through things myself and learning. And at the end of this journey, wherever it leads me to be, at least I know as an individual, a civil rights activist, a woman of color, a mother, auntie, a grandmother, a sister, and whatever else I stand before you for all women. And we all need to take accountability for ourselves and make sure that we don't allow people to violate us because if, if you continue to let somebody come at you and violate you, that's what they'll do. And as y'all seen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to no judges or anybody, but I ain't going to let no judge disrespect me because you got a gaff on a whatever and you sitting up here crooked and you blackmailing people through the court of law. That's when, to me, judges should be held accountable too because you're helping people blackmail people in the court of law. Judge Andrew Tucker did that. Judge Dry did that. Um, I feel like Judge Holly in Los Angeles Superior Court did that. I feel like all the lawyers did that. And all I'm saying, you guys, and police officers as well, if we continue to let people violate us, that's what they're going to continue to do. If you start standing for what you believe in and start taking notes from me in Geneva, maybe y'all will know what to do. Don't sell yourself out. Know your value and know your worth. Because if you don't know what you value and you don't know what your worth is, how the hell somebody else is? And that way they'll continue to do what they do. Piss on you and walk over. I choose not to let anybody disrespect me in any type of level, on any level. It doesn't matter what your title is. You bleed the same type of blood. As you stand, you can surely fall too, legally. And that's it for me. I love you guys. And we, I guess we'll see y'all next Saturday at the book reading for another edition of g and &E. Let's talk about it. And Lady D, right quick, um, you would have to watch the video where, uh, what video you have, you will have to watch Steve Harvey's White and Side Chicks. Men will lie when the truth will do. In that video, I bring up Essie Berry and what started this whole thing and how Essie Berry got in on this case and stuff. Um, she wanted Steve Harvey to stop sending her stuff. She wanted, because we found out a long time ago that Steve Harvey was totally watching everything that we were doing. And here go this letter that I told y'all that he sent me right quick, because I just found it. Here go the letter right here. You see it say Geneva's Closet. Geneva, McLean, Geneva's Closet. And then this is what, see, Miss McLean. And this is from the Law Office of Bobby Edmonds. See? 2017, Law Officer Bobby Edmonds. Here go the other one, because I told y'all I hung it up on the wall. <laughs> there go the other part of it. 
letting me know that I shouldn't be, don't be talking about and don't be Mr. Neva and court documents and all of that type of stuff. But the funny thing about me not supposed to be talking about court documents or posting stuff is that I wasn't posting anything about no court documents. I was talking about Steve and the NAACP and some other stuff, but because they were watching Essie and so involved in what she was doing, anybody that she was talking to and they were making videos, they were trying to send stuff to us too and have stop talking and at the time i only had like five or six thousand subscribers like why are you bothering me and then because i found some information over the internet i found some information i mean like i literally google searched some information and was able to pull um just all the the whole divorce thing that showed everything insurance policies everything was in this their social security numbers was in there like I found that information that wasn't any sealed documents I didn't go to court it was on the world wide web and because I put the information out there he got mad and had his people sending me stuff and like this is the stuff that be going on that people don't know anything about you know so then you just hear Essie going on and on and on about things you're like oh my gosh she's crazy no she knows what she's talking about everybody else just don't know Steve do stuff behind the doors just just, just believe us you don't know the celebrities like you think you know them just just understand that you think you know them but you have no idea <laughs> what's really going on but if you want a better explanation of what's going on with Steve like I said I damn near made a, a, a series so y'all can go check that series out and yeah but anyway people we really 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 enjoyed talking to you all we really we really did judah kj tammy Fashan, girl tab she's still in here everybody lakeisha juicy pork chop rose really appreciate y'all talking talking to y'all i'll be coming back with that next book reading so please make sure you like and share this video as you saying something else girl make sure you go over oh, to the Berry page too and go follow her and go check out them videos with Mary talking, disclosing a whole lot of information that y'all probably didn't know about. Right, I was just gonna say that. Um, civil rights actress, Essie Berry, or y'all can just hit YouTube and hit Essie Berry, and it's gonna go through videos, and y'all hear me talking, whatever. Um, there's gonna be a lot of conversation with me and Mary, and this week alone, I'm gonna release 10 more videos of conversation. Ricky Smiley, TDJ, uh, Marsha, um, when, when Margie Snatch went in out of school, I mean, I had to go back through it and cut these videos down so they wouldn't be that long, you know, because y'all know I'm, I talk and I lo I'm long-winded as well, but I just was conversating with Mary. I want to know as much as I can know, so y'all will learn who Mary is if y'all go look at those other videos and just listen and make your decision for yourself. But at the end of the day, I don't care what decision you made. Steve Harvey know what he did, and now this is the repercussions of this. For every action, there will always be a reaction, point blank simple. And again, Geneva, I thank you so much for having me on your platform. You know I love you, my sister, so much. You know, and every day when I'm on your platform, it is a pleasure and an honor. And I really want to say, you are inspiration to me more ways than you ever can even imagine. And you guys, I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, not just because I'm cool with Geneva. I've never seen a more real or honest person. I've never seen a sister so direct, and she reminds me so much of myself. She got a nicer way of putting shit, but she is like, like off the chain, like 
like boldly direct. And if she don't like something, she'll tell you, you know, if something goes on and she gets something, she'll come and ask me. I have mad respect for sisters like that because that's the way it should be. Don't assume something because if you assume something, you make an ass out of yourself. You need to ask and that's what she does. And for that, Geneva, I will always be loyal to you and you are my baby sister through it too. Friend, baby sister, all that. And like, I have to say again, Geneva handled this stuff totally different how I would, but I'm glad that God put her in my life on a lot of levels because I don't think I could have done it without her and a lot of our subscribers and people who follow us and still did remain loyal for those people to still call me and still in my life that didn't get too basic, that didn't get bought out. I just want to thank all you guys for following us and sharing the story and just don't be on this mic just talking about it, y'all. Make our voices be heard. Allow me to stand, because I'm not just standing for myself no more. I stood because I ain't like I came to Geneva, CT, Mary, this girl called Londa Harris, Terry Smith. How many more we doing? Megan, how many more we doing, y'all? Me is enough. Let's don't let it happen to anybody else. Today will be a new beginning. This year was a new beginning for me. And I won't be bullied by a brother who calls he got money because he disrespect black women. I'm not doing it no more. Love you guys. See y'all next Saturday, probably about the same time. And y'all get ready for this book reading because it's going to be off the chain. Yeah, so thank you for watching all the videos. Totally thank you. Thank y'all for watching all the videos. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all the beautiful comments. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better at going down in the comment section because I do not. Because I'm a big baby sometimes. <laughs> I don't even be wanting to go over there. I'm like, because I don't know if somebody's going to say something negative. I just ain't got the time to see it. But I really appreciate all the good compliments. And you are enjoying reading the book because I did not plan on reading the book. Y'all know I've never done that before. But hey, I just wanted y'all to hear it. So there you go. Um, want to tell Essie that I love her. Totally got her back all the time. And also want to let her know right quick i want to say this on here because i heard a video on the essie put on her page and i don't know what made me click on this particular video but whatever i clicked on it and then it was a, a person a lady on there saying that if these people really got your back then why aren't they calling and why aren't they first of all everybody handles and does things differently and just because essie does things the way that she does it that that don't mean that i and everyone else have to do it that way too now let me just speak for myself now, me, I handle things differently, but just because I'm not coming on my channel making videos every day or all day about Steve Harvey or Essie Berry don't mean that I don't love her and I don't have her back. This right here is my way of having her back. Me putting these Steve Harvey videos up really has nothing to do with me. This was all because of Essie. This was because I got irritated because I knew that she was about to get irritated. So I said, well, then I'm going to come out here and do what I got to do on my part. This has absolutely nothing to do with me because if it was left up to me, I would be researching the stuff that I was about to do in the first place. But I did this out of love for my girl to have her back. So how dare you say that just because I don't do stuff just like her. No, I did it. And now after I get done, I'm going to drop the mic and walk away. Now, how about that? That's how Geneva do it. Okay. And let, you know what? Let Geneva be Geneva. Okay. That's Geneva right. don't have to be nobody else. Let Geneva be Geneva. Okay. And they no, gotta understand that's that's how me and Geneva click. We're, we're like opposites attract. 
And one thing about it that I love about it, she was able to go back and break down the story. She was able to break down my truth. We are here to agree to disagree and dare to be different. But what I have noticed is all the people that have been team players on YouTube and they don't have partners, right? And I ain't gonna call no names, but there's a lot of people that started off with partners and they didn't end up with partners. Me and Geneva, the number one boss, that still got partnership that we ain't fell out. Y'all check that now. Go back and look at partnerships. Go back and look at people being on people's platform and how many people stay with their same prominent person. I'm loyal. Geneva's loyal. And ain't nothing disrespecting y'all. She look at people side out and she check people out. We're not here. Don't nobody care whether you judge or not. I'm putting the videos out there because when I drop the mic, my whole truth will be out there. <laughs> whatever people decide to do, they can do whatever they choose to do. I know my truth. Geneva helped me told it. And for that, I'm forever grateful. Now it's up to you to decide whatever you choose to do. And if you don't do that, but learn from the experience that we are teaching you right now. It's basically saying, women, stop being scared. Stand up for what you believe in. If you don't fight for yourself, who will fight for you? I've seen now that judges will lie and violate you. I've seen that police officers will do it. I've seen that attorneys will do it. I see your friends will do it. Your family will do it. Anybody will do it. So we all have to figure out what way we want to present something. And Geneva, to me, does a fantastic job how she do it. So stop, like, hating the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. And if you do, don't. Stay on your own page. Nobody cares. But I have to say, we have more positive comments on our platforms than negative. Yeah, and for that, I thank you. Because that's something that we know what our value and our work is. And you guys, when you're hearing us, you know the real deal and the truth. You may never heard me or Geneva get back on the platform and backtrack and say, oh, we didn't say this or that. And you barely, rarely, if you hear, I don't never say alleged, and I ain't heard Janita say it, because alleged means it may have didn't happen, but don't print the shit or don't say it if you ain't sure it happened, because if I say it happened, it happened. That part. Yes, people, please make sure. Thank you to all the subscribers for being here today. Everybody that's here, everybody that's watching, everybody for interacting. Yes, we have the best subscribers, period. And why is yeah. that? Because ain't nobody arguing, ain't nobody fighting. We ain't get a whole lot of that troll stuff. Everybody in here grown. We ain't always, we don't always got to agree on stuff. We can agree to disagree. Why? Because we just that grown and mature about it. What happened? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Now I can. I disappear, girl. I disappear. Please make sure you <laughs> like and share this video and subscribe to Geneva's Closet if you haven't already done so right here on YouTube. And you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at what? At Geneva's Closet. And you can email me at Geneva's Closet 22 at gmail.com. You all have a fabulous night, people. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.